I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 11. If you missed the pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what I call Mind Discipleship. Mind discipleship is not something people talk about much, but I think it's really crucial to our lives. As Christians, we think a lot about what we do, go to church, read the Bible, pray, or what we shouldn't do, sin, harm others, be lazy. But we seldom focus on our thinking or our thought life. James Allen wrote in his classic book, As a Man Thinketh, every thought seed sown or allowed to fall into the mind and to take root there produces its own fruitage of opportunity and circumstance. Good thoughts bear good fruit, bad thoughts, bad fruit. Now, in this podcast, I don't dwell on the bad thoughts. In fact, one of our listeners, Dr. Jeff Bjork, who teaches psychology at Fuller, he told me that what he appreciates about the things of a podcast is that we focus on the good thoughts, not merely trying not to think about bad thoughts. So thanks for the feedback, Jeff. What I try to do each week in this podcast is to bring you a glorious thought to set your mind on. The glorious thought for this episode is this, God's love is revealed in beauty. Let's start by defining what beauty is. So the great theologian Thomas Aquinas wrote, beauty is that which when seen pleases. Now that's not a really full definition, but I believe it works. And I would add the other senses as well. So beauty is that which, when seen, heard, tasted, touched, or smelled, pleases. So when you see a sunset or smell a rose or hear a piece of music, you're encountering beauty with your senses. So let's get a little deeper for a moment. So aesthetics is the word used to describe uh, the set of principles concerned with the nature of and appreciation of beauty. Now, the word aesthetics comes from aesthesis, which means perception. And that's why it's so important that We have these senses because they're necessary to experience beauty. Beauty consists of two primary elements, form and splendor. So let's, let's go back to the red rose. Could be white, could be yellow, but let's start with red. So if you were in a completely darkened room where that rose is, well, you couldn't see it. There's no way you could have any perception of it. But you turn on the light and it transforms the whole room and it transforms the rose that's in your view. Now you can see the form and the splendor of the rose, and suddenly you can appreciate its beauty. In the moment when we encounter beauty, we are transported. We don't really have words to describe it. Usually all we can do is say, wow. In fact, the other evening, my wife Megan and I were driving home uh, from dinner, and the sunset was gorgeous. I mean, this beautiful blue sky and and, and these, these orange clouds that look like soft fur. And I was really glad I wasn't driving because I, I couldn't take my eyes off and I just kept going, wow. So I, I was in that moment transported because beauty has that power. It has the power to transport us. But the question is, transported to what? Well, what it's supposed to do is transport us to love. According to Hans Urs von Balthasar, my favorite, theologian and has a cool name. He says, form and splendor produce something love-worthy. More properly, they, they generate a transportation of love, he says. 
To be transported, Baltzar explains, belongs to the very origin of Christianity. The apostles were transported by what they saw, heard, and touched, by everything manifested in the form. Now, the form he's talking about there is the Christ form, but that's for another episode. In this episode, I want to talk about the beauty of the created world and how God's love can come through and reach us. Most people feel something when they encounter something beautiful, as Megan and I did with the sunset the other night. But quite often we just say, wow, or cool, and move on. What I'm encouraging you to do is to see more when you encounter beauty. In fact, to learn how to see more. In order to do this, you're going to need to learn a skill. The author John O'Donohue believes you're going to need to practice reverence. He writes, In order to become attentive to beauty, we need to rediscover the art of reverence. Reverence bestows dignity, and it is only in the light of dignity that beauty will become visible. Reverence, O'Donohue writes, is also the companion of humility. This isn't natural for most of us. Again, O'Donohue continues, To live with reverence is to live without judgment, prejudice, and the saturation of consumerism. The consumerist heart becomes empty and lonesome because it has squandered reverence. A sense of reverence opens pathways to beauty that surprise us. The earth is full of thresholds where beauty awaits the wonder of our gaze. Many years ago, beauty became a really large part of my own spiritual journey. I have to admit it hadn't been for many, many years as a Christian. I I just had no place for aesthetics in my own spiritual life. But I started reading a bunch of writers like von Balthasar, and they helped me to see how important beauty is in our lives. Writer Steve McIntosh uh, believes that beauty is like a soul nutrient, similar to a food nutrient. McIntosh thinks that uh, just as our bodies need certain nutrients, so our soul needs beauty in order to be well. I thought that was a brilliant insight. So I began practicing setting aside time to notice beauty. It's a spiritual practice for me. One morning I went out on our deck, uh, it was a year or so ago, and uh, I sat in the, in the backyard and, and I just gazed with reverence. And it led to this mystical moment. In fact, I, I pulled out my phone And I wrote down these words. God sings his love to you in birdsong. God smiles at you in maple trees. God charms you with the color green. He gave you eyes to see sunsets, ears to hear rainfall, a nose to smell a rose. God's massive love appears in the small fragments. God is loving you in these moments, even if you do not know it. God is loving us in the beauty that's all around us, but we seldom experience it. I think too often we stay huddled inside and in front of those screens, mesmerized by their flickering pixels. And if O'Donohue's right, and I think he is, our souls become empty and lonely. My challenge for you this week is to pay attention, to practice the, the spiritual discipline of noticing beauty, to gaze with reverence, to see with humble eyes, and to let God speak love to you in the beauty of creation. So get outside. One practice uh, that I do is to keep a beauty journal. So when I encounter beauty, I, I write it down. Sometimes I take a picture, and then I can keep that. 
In the great novel by Alice Walker, um, The Color Purple, uh, there's one sentence that uh, jumped off the page for me. In fact, it's the reason for the title of the book. But a character in the book uh, says to another character in the book, they're walking along this field, and the character says, I think it ticks God off if you walk by the color purple in a field somewhere and don't notice it. Well, I don't know that it ticks God off, but I do think it makes God sad when we fail to see and appreciate the beauty that's all around us. Simone Weil wrote, The beauty of the world is Christ's tender smile for us coming through matter. He's really present in the universal beauty. It's like a sacrament. So beauty is like a sacrament. You know, it's God's spiritual presence can appear. So let's show God our gratitude by having reverent gazes that look for beauty and are moved by his extravagant love. I hope you'll join me next week for episode 12. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith, and you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. Uh, the quotes by John O'Donohue come from his great book, uh, Beauty, The Invisible Embrace. Check that out if you want to learn more. And the quote I read that I wrote uh, about beauty can be found in my book, The Magnificent Story. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And you can also subscribe, which means you'll get them automatically each week. My hope is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, things above. <laughs>